1: Thirty years ago, the world ended as a celestial talisman hung in the sky, bringing death and destruction. Heroes gather, but they are not the heroes of the tales of old. They are a new breed. Because when the world has ended, surviving makes you a hero.
2: Welcome to Stealing for Survival, our weekly Dungeons & Dragons game here on twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk. Um, We will pick up with the game where we left off in just a moment here. I want to let everybody know this is an adult podcast, adult stream, and we're going to use adult language and make adult jokes. Um, I am Travis Sivar, author of the Portal series as well as the Downfall series that takes place in this same world that we're playing in, and I invite you to explore the world through those books. Now, let's introduce everybody else around here and... Let's start with the lower left-hand corner. Chris Hall.
3: Hi, I'm Chris. I will be playing Julian Cavington, the half-elf, a wizard.
2: John Millington.
4: I am playing Baldareth Sapati. I am a half-demon uh, follower of things. I'm also Jersey's Cards and Comics and Conquest Publishing. Mm-hmm find us on the web. Aaron. Hi, Aaron
5: Kennedy, uh, eater of pudding, uh, and uh, writer of Persona Non Grata, uh, First of the Ships of Bower series, currently writing uh, Icarus Black, a uh, young adult series. I am um, playing Murph, the ranger.
2: And Andrea LeChant.
6: Hi, I play Lolly, a, a board, but a row Thespian wannabe who says dirty limericks to give powers to the other players.
2: And Chris, did you want to do the recap from the last game?
3: Sure. Last time on Stealing for Survival, our adventurous band of adventurers have found their way <laughs> deep underground into an ancient Iron Rocairn fortress, temple, we're still not entirely sure. However, they found a long-dead spirit of some kind, who failed to communicate. When, apparating out of apparently nowhere, a young Rogarin woman popped into existence. Very good. While exploring the room, they were attacked by creatures from below. To where we leave off. No. And yeah.
2: as the last game ended, they heard clanking and rattling from a passageway to the south. Just as they had managed to fight off these creatures. Now, if I'm not mistaken, when we last left, Baldareth was standing at the table preparing to move it over one of the gratings. And uh, Julian was still standing over the grating where they had just drove off their attackers... Murph beside him, Archimedes bouncing around as Archimedes will do. That's uh, Julian's little adorable owl familiar, and Lolly berating the bastard on the throne. Ew. -hmm. (laughs) So,
4: Master Julian can you hand? Say again. I'll Master Julian if he can give me a hand.
3: Uh, sure, I was going to roast the thingies down there, but yes.
4: I will help move the table. Travis, is the table wider than the throne?
2: Hold on, there's a cat in my light. Zazzle. <laughs> Hello, Cat light. I know, right? um
5: the junction is very good to tell me anything it's got a quest for us
2: the table is slightly wider than the throne but it's not wider than the uh platform the throne is on
4: what what about lengthwise i mean it, so it's in a square that's wider than six feet the platform what you're the saying, platform on both.
2: is 10 foot by five foot the table is All six right. foot by four
4: so on the Master Julian on the five foot section, help me move maneuver the table and we can push it across the throne. And I want to see what happens with the apparition. You will
2: have to drag it. It, it might up. be funny. I think be. we
3: should cross the stairs. We don't that have be to. Bad. Yes, we would.
2: Yeah, the stairs themselves those six. The stairs or eight go steps, up to throne and dais. The steps themselves that go up, you know, six or eight steps there, are five foot also so if you count the stairs into the platform it is a 10 by 10
4: platform okay that's that's what i wanted uh jules
5: yes you know those little things that were attacking us yes they've got a mama why don't we cover the grate right
3: that's what i thought we were doing with the table are we not flip it (laughs) great I'll go and try and tip the table over. You two on that end, me on this end.
2: Well, there, you help Ignore a the throw. It.
4: <laughs> I'll help them.
2: And dragging it over the one grate that's not pinned down?
4: Correct.
3: Great. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> now, the other grating is jumping and bumping, as these things are throwing themselves against it, but it is pinned down pretty well, so it doesn't look like it's going to come loose anytime right. soon. Yeah
5: yeah
3: after we flip the table i want to go over to the grate and start shooting fire down the holes
6: fire in the hole
3: pretty much but you know that's once we flip the table and move it over the other one we'll
2: see how that goes it doesn't take you too long to get that table flipped dragged over making loud scraping scraping screeching noises um leaving you know that Round rust colored trail of dried blood on the top streaked along the floor. Hmm. You got skid marks.
5: But what about the table?
2: (laughs) It's on the floor. It's where Paul Dareth was scooching along.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Like a dog with a niche.
2: Okay, so yeah, the southernmost grating is covered by the table, the northernmost grating. Julian moves over to it, getting his finger guns ready, and yes. uh, popping his great balls of fire
4: mm-hmm.
2: against the grating. <laughs> Soon enough, the creatures fall away from it, too, and disappeared back down the hole. Monsters go down the hole. Hmm.
4: I will go over to uh, Miss Lolly. Do you have a piece of paper?
6: Do I have a piece of paper? You tell know. me.
2: Do you have a yeah. piece of paper? Sure. There you go.
6: Don't ask where I pulled that from.
5: Uh, Jules, my sword, please. I will. up uh, There. I'm not
3: crossing the steps. No one should cross the
4: steps. I will write on it, who are you? And show it to the apparition. And I'll, but I I'll also write down, write it so we can read it. We don't understand you while you're talking. And turn it around. So it can see it. I think we have bigger problems.
3: It, it, it will wait. Yeah, there are
2: loud noises coming from the hallway over there. Planking and clacking.
3: Um, I so will send Archimedes to investigate so that he can go and fl- soar down around I'm, the hallway. How, how well does a-
2: Archimedes in see in the dark? He's got 120 feet of dark vision. Okay. I'm sorry, John. What did you just say there?
4: Oh, no, I just, I'm still going to do it. I'm going to turn around to this guy and see if we get any reaction from him. And now, question for you, Jules. The the suits of armor, were
5: they anything other than suits of armor hanging out in the halls? I did or, not see
3: any magic on them when I looked and am looking. Nope, not magical, apparently.
5: Still standing in the same positions that they were? Yes.
2: <laughs> Give me a perception roll there, Chris.
5: I can't see in the dark, so I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, 23.
2: Yes. He says, not magic, still not magic. Then he turns back and looks at him. Focusing on that. <laughs> okay. Pulling his magical ability and sight into focus. It's subtle, but it's there. It's glancing over them. They weren't glowing with huge amounts of magic. They have some kind of embedded... Um, what, what's the word when it's not active? Passive, sort of? Mm-hmm. There is magic passive, of in, it looks, feels old and inactive, hibernating, if you will.
3: All right, maybe they do have, now that I'm actually looking at them, they do have some passive inactive magic on them, but I think it's fine.
2: Give me a second. You would think they need to be be triggered or activated by something. might be as simple as touching them. It might be a command word.
4: We're asking them their gender. (laughs) Oh, that's a different kind of trigger. Never mind.
5: Or a couple Um, hundred year old ghost sitting on a throne.
3: I will then set my vision to be Archimedes' vision as he goes to fly through the hallway where the noises are coming from to take a look.
2: Very good. It, uh, he goes down that hallway. And uh, I'll be right back with you. We have to let John have a little time here because John is holding up signs, you know, asking, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth?
3: hmm <laughs> Ah oh, man, nobody understands the words coming out of him now.
2: The written word. It's uh the 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 being, the man on the throne, strokes his beard, squints at the sign, and leans a little forward and then uh he nods and then goes like this.
4: Uh,
2: now, for anybody listening to the podcast, he held a hand out, gestured him toward, and made a writing motion like, Bring me the things to write with.
4: I will toss those to him.
2: <clears throat> the paper you have to fold up a half dozen times. i so it up in the quill. it, has a ha- throw
5: it like one. an airplane.
2: And then you, you toss <laughs> it forward, and it flies through his open hand, bounces off the front of the throne... And falls to the second step. And he giggles. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) He's like... And he points directly at you and then says... Gestures you towards him.
4: All right. I'll be right back, sir. He wants me to come in there and help him write something.
3: I can't see and or hear you while my vision is in the owl. Okay. We'll we'll step away from John. Don't put that in the
2: owl. For a moment. Archimedes uh, flaps down the hallway. It's, uh, I don't know, probably... um, Eight or ten paces long, ending in bars going across the passageway. And he flaps through it. And there is probably five or six skeletal creatures lurching about the room and they're gathered around a grating in the floor where there are things trying to come out of it. And they are snatching and slashing with their bony fingers at the things coming out of the grating.
3: Great, I will tell him to fly back to me. Um, and I will pull my vision from his while he makes the return trip.
2: Um, great. Other than that, he saw a bunch of torture equipment in there, by the way.
3: He saw a bunch of what equipment? Torture. Ah, grand.
2: Yeah, didn't catch your attention or his attention immediately because, you know, distracted by these other things.
3: The undead fighting the tentacles.
0: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At US Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join US Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
3: Sure. Um, I will, you know, I guess I would have been like standing next to the table where one of the legs are, like, sticking up so that my hand is holding on it so I don't fall over when I close my eyes. Sure. Um, Because that's not a thing that really happens to me at all. Um, (laughs) And go to be like, so there's when I see Baldareth go to cross the stairs, I guess.
2: Okay. Now, a couple of things here. Before he comes back, he's busy focusing somewhere else. Uh, Another fact you know about these creatures there, Murph, is uh, Mm -hmm. you don't want to mess with Mama. Mama takes down, like, armored platoons. You know, they're definitely something you don't want to find out where Mama is.
5: Hence um, the ceiling of the hole.
2: There we go. Um, now lolly and murph you're watching as baldereth you know does all his things tosses the paper and then he's like says to you know julian who's quite distracted i'll be right back he wants me to help him and if i'm not mistaken he's going to step onto the stairs and up towards this thing
5: To be fair, I I did tell Julian to retrieve my sword from up there. So I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea. Yes, and then I told everyone not to cross the (laughs) stairs
3: before going into my owl. Watch my owl.
2: But did you? So Murph is standing back is what I'm getting out of this. What about you, Lolly?
6: Maybe Murph She's got no impulse control either. Maybe Murph should yell to him to get your sword since he's already going up there.
2: That's actually a good. No, idea. so
6: this creature, is he like if he hands him the quill or whatever, is it too big for him to hold because he's so big?
2: No, he's your size.
6: Oh, I was thinking this giant.
2: No, well, we're that's we're, not funny. No, no ghost war. Hold
6: the little paper.
2: No, he's basically the some kind of animated spirit or trapped spirit or something of the dark rogue cairn who basically helped cause the end of the world and uh oh so it's my people yeah right no 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 the dark rogue cairn they're the antithesis of your people they're the ones that grandma used to tell tales about who they never come to the surface and instead they can sort with demons and other creatures from other dimensions
5: oh yeah
2: yeah so photo negative Ghost
6: dwarf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're Kirk and okay. Spock from that other dimension. You know, he's got a goatee.
6: Well, I'm just <laughs> over his full beard. I'm
2: just waiting to oh. see they're the response. Dwarfs. Chris couldn't hear you. You're not hearing your mic. I said, does that mean they're all bald chin dwarves and have no no, no, no facial have, hair at all? They just have a goatee over their beard. <laughs> <laughs>
6: So I'm just going to stand back and wait for the response of this thing that's supposed to be writing on the paper. But if he is an apparition, how the hell is he going to hold the paper? I'm waiting to watch it just fall.
2: Oh, it already fell to the stairs. And Baldareth is about to step on the... Okay, nobody's stomping Baldareth is what I'm getting here, correct?
6: No, because I don't know. I don't care. No, no. And I already
5: told friggin' him to grab my sword earlier, so... Very good.
6: I will have my umbrella at the ready, just in case it rains fire,
5: you
2: know. Very good. Baldera steps forward onto the stairs. Thank you. Let's go ahead and just make this nice and easy. Everybody go ahead and uh, roll an initiative.
5: Okay.
3: Hey, a natural twenty. Look at that. Twelve. A total of twenty-one.
4: Nineteen.
2: That's what I said. So Lolly and uh, Baldera there, you got a nineteen.
6: Mhm.
2: And then a twelve from you over there, Murph. Mhm. Yep. Let's see. Okay. As you step towards it, the creature stands up and leans forward, his eyes eager. And, uh... So, yeah, moving up to him to help him write some stuff?
4: Yeah. Well, I'll pick up the quill and the paper.
2: Well, yeah, you'll have to step up onto the stairs. When you step on the stairs, the light around the stairs shimmers. And the light in the hallway disappears. You can hear the statues begin to move on the sides of the room. And uh, yeah, you reach the paper and the creature is solidifying the, the rocane the coal iron is solidifying as the whole area seems to. Now, if I can remind you guys there was a little phrase above like right when you entered something along the lines of, uh, what was it? Um, Hold on, I got it written down. I don't know, I wasn't there.
3: No, no, I have it. I have to go back to pages. Um, uh, three pages.
2: Sure, uh, started out with uh, taint the
1: bone,
6: <laughs> taint
3: the
2: bone,
3: rack the flesh, break the mind, no blessed death.
2: That's right. It's uh. See, I didn't know. This is when Julian comes back as um, Baldareth is picking up the paper and the quill and the creature is solidified. God damn it. Man. You need to not be in my mind, sweetie. There we go. <laughs> I have the hairiest dice box any man has ever seen.
6: Yeah, you do. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
5: It's not the 70s, sir.
2: (laughs) You guys see other apparitions begin to form around you. Now, let's start with you, uh, Balderic. You picked up the paper. You've seen this. What's your plan?
4: Where's the sword?
2: Oh, the sword is on the... uh, Thrown. You can reach out and grab it if you like.
6: But if he solidified, um, what are you grabbing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the sword. The sword. <laughs> that
4: something else. And I've already got something occupying my pants anyway, so. <laughs> uh, you want to explain what's going on, sir? I can't help you if you can't tell me what to, to help you with. As I attempt to move towards the sword to pick it up.
2: Oh, yeah. You step right up to the sword, bumping against a very solid person that is no longer wispy and flashing and waving like a sheet projecting a movie. And he starts to gain color, but it's still a faded pale grayish to his skin and armor. You, you get the sword on hand. Lolly, are you doing anything?
6: Oh, no, I'm just at the ready in case something happens.
2: Because I don't know
6: what's going on. I wasn't there when they entered.
2: The, the very noble, very powerful-looking Rokaran says, you damned interlopers. And he backhands you. Oh, with the natural 20. Who? Um, You take a gauntlet to the mouth. You do have the sword in your hand, and the paper on your other hand, and you go flying backwards off of the platform. And he starts yelling, to arms, the bastards have come. Julian, you'll be active for this next round as you regain your sight and your awareness of your surroundings. And uh, we'll just start at the top of initiative, which is Julian.
3: Uh, coming back to myself, I'll go, look around and go, I said don't cross the stairs! Oh, um,
5: don't! You said don't!
2: And, uh, John, that would have been seven points of damage from the backhand.
5: It's
3: oh, a rough backhand. Um, I will then... Uh, do I notice? So there's more apparitions coming up from the floor.
2: Uh, they're just solidifying. Like they were always there doing something, but now they're becoming visible and gotcha. slowly solidifying. You're going to take, it's going to take a few minutes, just like it took, you know, the, you were talking to this guy a few minutes. You don't think they're going to be like there in the next 10 seconds, Sure. but the place uh, and is coming alive. Notice
3: the, uh, If I look at the
2: statues, did the, their magic change? Have they been now activated? It's hard to tell with the movement as they're stepping off their pedestals. But yeah, you think so? (laughs) Oh, good.
3: Uh, Then I will go, well, fuck, uh, and shoot fire, a firebolt at the um, guy on the throne because we're in it now.
2: Very good. Go ahead and attack. Draws 18. attention to you. Great idea. Okay. That, uh, that hits him.
4: Oh, oh,
3: nope, that's a d12. Where's my d10? Do-do-do-do-do. Is that a six or a nine? That's a nine. Hooray. Nine points of damage.
2: Very good. Well done. It's, uh... No, um, I believe if I'm not mistaken. Baldareth.
4: Am I on the steps?
2: No, you're on your back about ten feet away from where he was. So about five feet from the corner of the steps.
4: So I'm back in the room proper.
2: Yeah, well, the steps are in the room anyway. The steps just lead up to a platform on one side of the room.
4: Okay, well, I'm trying to figure out if I'm past the threshold that I passed to start with. Very much so. I will uh, move around to the front and toss the sword to Master Murph. I will bow to the Rokairn. How may I be of service? And I'll bow to him.
2: Very good. Lolly, what about you?
4: There was a
6: young man from Venice who played a good game of long tennis. But the game he liked best, far more than the rest, was played with two balls and a tennis <laughs> So, whoever goes next gets the... Um,
2: what is it? A plus four? I think a it's a D6. D6 at this point. A, a D6 oh, okay. to
6: their whatever they're doing. So
2: basically, whoever gets as I
6: do my
2: rolls, anything mm-hmm. next can add an extra D6 to that roll yeah. to help you be successful. And if you have advantage on that roll for some reason, I will allow you to choose which you know that you will choose. It will be added to the successful dice roll, the highest roll just to be clear on that i'm sure that's the rule anyway okay so she belts out a limerick and you guys just feel a little oh. more confident hmm. or oh. something uh murph
5: uh did the uh dwarf on the stage uh seem uh, <laughs> uh seem to shrug off
2: that fireball it didn't seem to bother him much. You can see the scorch mark and the shrivel of the beard, scorch mark on the armor underneath the beard, but he doesn't okay. seem to be much. He, he was hit, affected. But you're not sure how uh, bothered.
5: Gents, time for the better part of Valor. Run, and then I go, I let loose a line of acid directly at it. Um, do you have to undo your pants to do this? Nope.
2: <laughs> It is
5: an acid breath. Uh, There should not be anybody in my way since I was off to one side. Correct. Uh, That is 2d6. uh, Dex save. Four and three, that's seven points.
2: There you go. Dex save is half damage.
5: Uh, Dex save for half on success, DC 11.
2: Uh, Yeah, he he made his save. He steps to one Mm -hmm. side, it splashes along his leg, and you can see it sizzling on his armor. Um, and that's rounded up, correct? Correct. <laughs> so Murphy's yelled run. He vomits some vile, icky, smelly stuff, which seems to burn into flesh. And uh, it The bad guy a large wide blade of a sword appears in his hand from nowhere, and you can see him chanting and There is a thickening of the air around him. He looks at you guys, shakes his head, and then begins, as he turns around, steps back to the throne, he doesn't sit on it, he just turns around and begins chanting again, as if he's performing some kind of complex ritual. The statues are moving towards the stairs, they don't seem to be paying much attention to you guys. Let's start a new round here and begin with Julian.
3: Uh, I will start slowly walking backwards. Um, Did I fucking stutter? And (laughs) uh, (laughs) did has Archimedes had time to return to the to the room from the hallway? Great. He will fly into the face of the. evil rocairn flap his wings in his face on his way through and keep going doing the help action and then i will throw a firebolt at him
2: while walking backwards walking backwards towards the southern passage or where are you walking backwards towards into the corner uh, the where you came in. okay the wide passageway back out into the main hall correct very good archimedes hits Something solid in front of the guy. You shoot your firebolt.
3: Um, That is a 23 to hit.
2: Very good. Your firebolt bursts forward. It splashes on some sort of barrier between him and you. Dissipating ineffectually. Baldareth?
4: I will hold my action and wait to see what Lolly. I mean, I will hold my action until the end of the turn. So uh-huh. If everybody's gone, I will retreat.
2: Very good, Lolly. Well, so
6: nobody didn't. Did anybody use that? Um,
2: Not yet. Plus could be D6. Well, Can it be? Uh, you? I. Oh, did you? Well, Murph will? He's- I no,
5: I I didn't use it, but it would have went to me. But friggin' who gave it to whoever needed it next? So yeah. Somebody well, I am
6: going to like do the process Uh huh. What? That's that's How not what you is, know what I'm talking. I do. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to cause like some atmosphere around them to like knock them down.
2: So you create small winds.
6: Yes, not from my pants. <laughs>
2: This time. It, that's right, not this time. This right. time. By the way, uh, yeah, those winds are, like, enough to, like, snuff a candle, not knock somebody over. But that no, is a magic you know. you've been wanting to research because you love playing with the winds. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that it might be... Can I at
6: least just make his beard, like, get in his eyes so we can't do his next turn? Well, not asking for much. There we go. Frizzy hair day?
2: His, his beard goes his, his, you, you bring a wind up and his beard frizzes a little bit in the moist atmosphere and uh, tickles his nose and uh, he glares at you
3: good job oh you have the, the pyrotechnics spell so you could make like little fireworks go off in his face so that he would be blinded the next turn
6: well right now I'm just tickling his nose hairs So, yeah.
5: Murph? (laughs) Yes. Um, I told the fuckers to run. Uh, I am moving and going to grapple Jules, basically pick him up and carry him out of the fucking room. (laughs) Very good. It's, uh... And if I've got the inspiration feat, I will use the D6 on top of that to do so.
2: Nobody's <laughs> if he used it. Is a, yeah, nobody's used it yet. So yeah, you could do that. But let me check this. When he picks you up and tries to remove you from uh, what may end up being certain death, as a whole city of coal iron road undead, care and come back to life after being dead, with a warning on the door that says "Shit, don't die here." You want to resist? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, I do. It's uh please give me that grapple roll and you give me your, I think it's two strength rolls against each other.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah. And one of them gets the plus six or the D6. Oh,
5: no.
2: <laughs> I believe that would be a. Don't,
5: don't bother. Don't bother. Really? Yeah. A one? <laughs> He's like, oh, my back. No, no, I actually got a natural 20 this time. Oh, okay. Okay, don't bother me. Oh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I rolled natural seven. 20 and I got the six. There we
2: go. Oh, wow.
5: Oh.
6: Yeah,
4: don't even bother. Yeah,
2: Murph turns on heel, rushes forward, scoops you up under his arm <laughs> that has the dagger out, making sure he doesn't stab you with it. He does This his, time. He's got a burst of adrenaline of taking full move action there, Murph.
5: Uh full dash action. Oh well I can't dash, but I can freaking grapple and freaking run. With him. Right, <laughs> right.
2: It's uh And he's leaving the room. Um Room Dungeon Leaving the Dungeon <laughs> Do you wanna take the first turn that probably leads back, or do you want to take the way you know leads back? Um
5: Actually, at this point, I'm going. You better guide us right. <laughs> I'm just letting him. He's being carried, but he can make
2: directions. He's asking you. I'm telling this.
6: Make directions. You,
3: you, you're the one in the, you're making the decisions here because Fix I soon. want.
2: Hey, left or right? <laughs> left. Okay, you're going a long way back. The way you know definitely leads back, as opposed to the way that probably leads back. Yes. we're going to take a moment, flip back to the top. Julian, you're a football. What would you like to do? (laughs) Sigh out loud. Very good. Free action there, just so you know. No dice roll needed.
3: (laughs) Uh, Fine, I guess it is time to leave. Uh, Archimedes, come! And do nothing
2: and just be carried. What is Archimedes' armor class, please?
3: His AC is 11. Oh, it's the same as mine. Look at that.
2: Oh, nice. Nice. His little hat Uh, protects him.
3: He does not provoke opportunity attacks when he flies out of an enemy's reach, though.
2: Oh, yeah. FYI. I always forget about attack of opportunities because they drive me nuts, but uh, thank you for that. Yeah, everybody hates them.
5: I love them. (laughs) Mechanically, they're fine. They slow down gameplay.
2: Well, here's what I'll tell you. If I study them and learn how to use them, there will be regrets. Just saying. uh, For you or us? I don't know, really hard yes. to say. <laughs> me, me initially when I have to learn how to fucking use them. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Archimedes flies out only missing a few tail feathers from the snatch of the being that is calling a dead city back to life. And, uh, Bal- Bal- Baldareth?
4: Alright, well, I'll throw my uh, hood back and I will uh, with smoldering eyes I'll say you're going to need an agent (laughs) somewhere (laughs) how can I serve you? He
2: he glances down at you but he seems busy doing something all the chanting and waving would also be a
4: (laughs) you're the swelling in my cheek
2: (laughs) (laughs) you you got a bad tooth or is this a
4: demon thing? yeah it's a Gauntlet across the oh. face.
2: Oh yeah, there's that too. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. That,
4: that small thing.
2: <laughs> and Lolly, are you uh, retreating with the others, or are you hanging out with him well, as he courts? So I a- have a question. Yes.
6: Is he smoldering like the Rock and Jumanji?
2: Which I one? can.
5: Oh.
6: That's great. Okay. Um, I'm going to tap him on the shoulder with my umbrella and be like, "Uh, maybe we should leave. Your friends are gone. I'll catch
2: up. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to stay or go Lolly?
6: Well, I'm going to follow the little owl because he has a little hat. Come back.
2: So she chases after Archimedes who is chasing after. Now, by the way, your movement that round, Aaron will bring you. Oh, let's see. How far can you move in one round? Not using dash? I was like, I like 60. Okay. Just just standard movement. So it would be the next round where you reach the crevice and (laughs) so you run down the large thing, the statues in this hall also animating and moving. You're able to weave past them. You turn right at the end, making your next right. And you're back in that first passage where the crevice had torn through the wall. You skid around that crevice, tossing him up onto the four-foot shelf and yelling, Climb. I believe it was
5: climb faster.
2: (laughs) Very good. (laughs) Lolly tearing around the corner a little bit behind you guys, but also not.
6: Come back, be my squishy.
2: The three and a half of you, or three and a quarter, depending how we want to count Archimedes there. Mm -hmm reach the top and realize baldereth is not there with you i'll give you guys a moment to mull this over Shit. and we'll come back to your discussion i will cast message hold on i still have two rounds of stuff to do with him gotcha okay So, Baldareth, you're kneeling, you're waiting, you've shown your head. He is chanting. The apparitions in the room are solidifying, and they seem to be becoming aware. They look like they were going around like normal, everyday things, which means three of them were hovering over the table, seeming to cut into something that is no longer there. Um, It doesn't look like they were having a meal, either. You can see, you know, a patrol of two coming from the southern passage that you heard the clankings and noise from. And you can hear movement out in the hall as the statues out there come to life and start moving around. The two statues that were in this room have now flanked the platform that this dark row was on. Anything else you want to do besides wait patiently?
4: Well, ask him your name, my lord.
2: He is still busy chanting and intoning and doing whatever the ritual he's doing. You very much feel like he was the keystone to the archway, where whatever trapped these beings, he is now releasing them.
4: Okay. Well, while he's patiently chanting, I'm going to patiently look around for escape routes well there's
2: the two um there's one to the south that archimedes flew down um you're unsure what's down there because that wasn't necessarily communicated and of course there's back the way you came where the slow moving statues are now taking up position in front of the uh, passageway into this throne room
4: where the group went okay Mm -hmm. I'll wait around.
2: Okay. Message Chris. Uh, yeah, I will
3: send him a message that says, Baldareth get your butt back to the opening now."
5: How far
2: does that travel?
5: Essentially,
3: uh, it has a travel length. Uh, where is message? Message? Message?
6: <laughs>
5: Uh, 120 feet. Oh. Okay. That's actually pretty close.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: so it basically gets to you. That round. You reply to this message. So you get the message pretty quickly. So you, you seem to have a choice, Baldareth. You can follow the young green human out of this dungeon, or you could potentially stay here and serve a master that could link you with pieces of your heritage, and also possibly risk the repercussions where they obviously tortured people here and whatnot.
4: Yeah, you might uh, use the other cheek. Uh, With thaumaturgy, I will loudly say, I am busy, sir. In a large booming voice,
2: it's uh, so he booms his it? voice. The things solidifying in the room, the other dark rocairn, seem to hear you now, and they're turning towards you. And they have wicked grins on their face, like they're very happy to see you, but not in the good way that you usually would prefer.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, Chris, Murph, Molly, night again, great. Anything else you guys are doing up there as you hear the echoed voice of, I'm busy, sir?
3: Um, are there more things filling the hallways near us?
2: They, no, you remember we had the crevice, then we had that shelf, then you had the little wiggle room up. You're up. Right. Oh, we're all the way up. Yes, so you're we're... up. So no, you can hear vague vague movement but not like anything's in the passage directly below you just like you know as Chris disappears from sight there for a moment (laughs) Uh,
4: Hmm. just his arms do we
5: need to go back and get him again
6: I think we should go get your friend he's stubborn and then I start going that way
5: but he's pulling a scam again what he's doing no, we don't
3: know that he's pulling a scam again. Uh, How you about you go get him? I'll stay here and make sure nothing comes out the hole.
5: Now you're pulling a scam again. Potato to Okay, no, but actually that is a good idea. You stay put. But Archimedes is coming with me. Sounds correct. Uh,
6: Okay, I'll grab him. Come on, little guy.
2: Come on. Come okay. on, feathers. Ranger going down to hole. <laughs> Lolly. Ranger go down to hole. Are you staying up here where it's safe or are you going down there to uh
3: I Meet? will sit down and put my vision through Archimedes.
6: Right, Lolly. Don't look there. Oh. <sighs> Well, I'm going to carry the little owl because he's so cute and I have to pet him and go save their friend who's being stubborn.
2: Okay. He's going to have to fly because you need your both hands to climb down. So there's that. But it's a short. Oh, I
6: didn't realize that was climbing. Yeah. It,
2: okay. it, you got to go down a rope for, I believe it was about 30 feet or so. And then to the thing, drop down the four feet. And. Uh... Okay. Yeah, you guys are making your way back there and we're going to return to uh, Baldereth there, as all the men and women and creatures have solidified now and become very real, Um, the Thane on the stairs has finished his chanting, and he looks down at you and he says, a blood servant then?
4: Look around, agreed.
2: Very good. Let Sounds us see nice. if you survive the initiation. Take him to room number three. At least that's the room number on the map. But anyhow, um, <laughs> two of the other creatures move forward, grabbing you and uh, by each arm. The third one steps forward to pull any weapons that are visible. They're not necessarily doing a strip search at this moment, and just tossing them to the ground. And you're Dragged if you
4: don't walk manhandle. Oh no, I'm walking i okay. take care of myself I volunteered for this And room three is not that far away Anyway, but I'm saying this in that loud Booming voice okay. Hopefully other people will hear
2: The turn and head Down the southern passage uh, One of them Of the two With you, they are each holding An arm in a, a stony Strong grip As they bring you down that hallway, and it's only a little while, little ways down, not too far. And you come to a locked gate where one of them draws out a key, opens the door, shoving it forward, one of the bars falling loose from the aged rush rust. And you can see the five skeletal creatures within turn to look at them. And the skeletons back away bowing respectfully, at least a good nod of their head, if not a direct bow. And the little creatures that were trying to burst up through the grating here silently slide back into the darkness below. And, uh, yeah, you're basically brought into a torture chamber where they're going to strap you into a chair. Not as first. You don't
6: brand. have to pay extra.
2: No, no. It's, no. It's all bonus. There are Iron Maidens in here and a, a rack and a great band.
5: Got a chalkboard with a single word on it.
2: I don't get that reference.
5: Don't worry, Chris does. <laughs> safe word, sir. Safe word.
2: <laughs> uh, I never wrote them on a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Ah, you've never been to Germany, sir.
2: (laughs) That is correct. Okay, so, you guys, Murph, Lolly, Archimedes, land on the ground and move into the hallway. Again, you have the choice of left or right. Left is the way you came from and returned from. Right has the probably connecting passage.
5: Well, he was yelling via Thaumaturgy where he was going to.
2: Yeah, room three. You know where that is?
6: No fucking clue. Right next to room two.
4: That's true. However. Now, this is a clever dungeon. It's actually by room seven. However. I do know the Underdark. (laughs) Maybe, Maybe. Maybe that'll help
5: me out just a little smidge.
2: Okay. Uh, You know
5: I'll go, hey, Archimedes. Do you know where he's at? (laughs) Hooty-hoo! Or, uh, feathers, go fucking find out where we're going.
2: Using your gut instinct, (laughs) you turn right. You (laughs) think it's a shorter way. And you move that way. So basically, when you're coming out of the crevice, you could have gone left to right. Last time you went left and turned left again, and then... Left again into the big hallway. This time you turn right to the T intersection that you saw from that big hallway that led further north. It's like half the distance. But as you start to move down the hall, you see very solid coal iron dwarves moving past the passage that you're in. Oh no. It's only two of them. But they're mighty in muscle. And they're a dusky hue of gray, oxymoron, whatever.
6: How you doing?
2: <laughs> Continue forward.
5: Let's back on around to avoid these yahoos. Are they walking or are they just kind of standing there like- They're walking.
2: They're just moving past the passage.
5: Okay, well, we'll stall. We'll just kind of-
2: You pause for a moment, you freeze.
5: Yeah, exactly. You let them
2: pass, and then you creep mm-hmm. forward as quietly as you can. And considering you're a ranger and the Makes element that you've studied and craved. that's exactly And, yeah. and Lolly, being Lolly, all her jingles and jangles go super quiet all of a sudden. And you have to actually. And I stop humming
6: our
5: theme <laughs> song.
2: And you move forward. Um. Yeah, and you reach that corner, and you look left and right, and to the left, you can see it opens up into another kind of room with a barred gate across the door. It's swung open, and you can see the movement of probably the two humanoids you just saw, and you turn right, going back towards that throne room where you were. Okay, Archimedes darts forward, arriving in that hall and and hovering as best as an owl can. That's kind of small. We'll we just assume yes. Oh, flying more in like circles. flying in little circles. Is uh <laughs> like Poor he's
5: circling it. a toilet
2: bowl? Poor Julian suddenly feeling like he's on a tilt a whirl. <laughs> and yeah, it's uh. As you move to the hallway, that original large hallway, that one direction is the throne room, the other direction were like five statues against the wall. The statues are in an active stance now as opposed to the passive stance they had been in previously. And in the throne room, you can hear, and then when you lean around the corner to peek real quick. Turkey, look. There's at least three or four coal Coal Iron Karen in there And you can see At your quick glance The big guy who originally You know did all the chanting and stuff He's sitting on his throne with that wide Flat blade across his lap and he looks Very pleased He's breathing in deep he looks a little Fatigued but then again He did in theory just bring a Whole dead Warren To life Your call. Your and he's been on the throne the whole time. Here we go. Might be a bit constipated.
5: Um. Well, I mean, if we're here, do I see any uh, sign of uh, Balderic? No. Um. Uh, tracks or otherwise. He's got a unique footprints.
2: Well, if you wanted to go in that room where you last saw him and take a minute to look around the ground for unique footprints, that would definitely give you a good chance of figuring it out.
5: Well I mean a has unit? his footprint has his footprints come out uh, <laughs> has his footprints come out of the hall where we're at here. No.
2: No. Oh. It's uh I mean, besides a little, you know, where he was going around lolly and all that. But again, this is a quick glance as opposed to going in the middle of the hall and inspecting it and you know, tasting the dirt and sniffing the air and scratching that little certain part you gotcha. like to scratch.
6: Oh my god.
5: Ooh. Hey, sometimes you got an itch.
2: So we will pause here and get ready for the next game next week or next show, next whatever we're doing here. And I want to thank everybody for all your attentiveness for our viewers. And uh, thank you, everybody, for those hosts, raids, bits, subscriptions, follows, and so on. And don't forget, you can email us at StealingForSurvival at gmail.com and I'm going to check the mailbag right now just in case we've received anything which I checked earlier I didn't see anything but there could be something new it's uh it's loading it's loading so slow nope nothing so we'll set that aside but don't forget you can find us there and don't forget our other uh podcasts such as Talk of the Tavern that um, and Right Night they're available each week on your favorite podcast podcast distributor Other than that have a great night and we'll catch you later here's that outro music
1: warlords squabble over small patches of land priests call to the faithful assuring their followers that the gods will spare them magic has reset the laws of nature people struggle to survive fearing their own kind as much as the monsters in the shadows All this amongst the remnants of undead terrors, Roman demons, and other horrors. This is the world now, entering a dark age where one must steal or use steal just to survive